feel like a little boy who's lost his first tooth, put it under his pillow waiting for the tooth fairy to come. Uh, later dudes, ask you in your A's, don't wear a C in jail over your B's. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. We're live. We're live. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, chub step. All right. Uh, I'm here with Steed and Pat. Pat, I don't want to start off too much without talking about your haircut because that's a big topic. We left it at a cliffhanger. And since that time, people have been a lot of emails and stuff like that. So why don't you talk about your haircut before we get too much out of the way? I can't believe you remembered that from last week because I completely forgot I was going to talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. uh, got another shitty haircut, bad haircut experience. Um, it was one of those things where, you know how we all said we went out like for the first time that one weekend? Yes. Like we were able to like sit outside and get like food and beverage. So I was going to go do that. But before I did that, I was just, I was not feeling confident about being seen in public with the state of my hair. I mean, you guys would make fun of me almost every show towards the end there. <laughs> it was long. Specifically, Paul. You had, you had some type of bandana, I think. I just, I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't feel like going out with that, you know, mop I had going on my head. So I just went to like the closest barber shop from the place I was at at the time. Guy who was cutting my hair didn't speak English, apparently. Okay. Ooh. Off to a rough start there. Yeah. I told him what I wanted, and I even, like, he wasn't talking back to me because he's new. He's somebody's cousin or something. And <laughs> good good so nepotism, I yeah. Up, I pulled out my phone and showed him a picture, and he gave me, like, the thumbs up. Okay. So, when I get my, my usual, which was at the barbershop uh, where in the town I grew up in, um, the guy would literally be done in five seconds, or no, not five seconds, five minutes or so, and I would yeah. feel great. Uh, this guy, I mean, I swear to God, he was cutting my hair for what seemed like an hour, an hour, and I, at no point am I facing the mirror at all, so I can't see what's going on. Was this I a scissor cut or front. a buzz cut? Well, you used to call it a Macklemore haircut, even though it's not. <laughs> you got the exact yeah. same. You got the exact same haircut from your mom that yeah. I usually always get. Yes, yes. So. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I just want to be done at this point. He spins me around. My hair is to the side. Like, he combs it to the side. So, I'm like, okay, thanks. I even <laughs> gave him, like, a $20 tip just because he, the guy probably hadn't been working in forever. Yeah, a yeah. 20 bucks. That's a, tip. It's, a, it's a big tip. For How much was the actual haircut? $20. Wow. wow. Big money. Big spender big over big here. Big flex. I society. I know, you're trying to do something nice, and look what happens. Yes. So I look in the mirror. When I, get, when I get in the car, and I go to put my hair in the front, and it's, uh, it's like, really long on the left side of my head, and then it's really short on the oh, right part. Oh, no. Because <laughs> it, 
he cut it like that, so it's supposed to be combed to the side. And so I was obviously wearing a hat in the picture I was out, and um, I'm just toughing it out another couple weeks or so, and then I'm going to go to my old barber. Are you So can you only do a comb over right now? Uh, it looks pretty stupid if I'm not wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a hat guy for a little bit. It's longer on one side. Like, it's just it's yeah. so dumb. I was able to, like, trim the bangs, but I, I can't get, like, on, like, the top part of my head where it's, it's just, it's bad. I, the moral of all these stories, everybody, is if you got a barber, be loyal to them. Don't go try all these other places. Yeah, I've been going to my same barber since eighth grade. Um, and he's moved to some spots that's not so convenient. I had to drive to North Aurora uh, when I get my hair cut. <laughs> so I hear you, Pat. I, I have been staying loyal, and I'm glad I've been doing it now that you're clarified that. Is North Aurora, like, you mean the northern part of Aurora? North Aurora is technically a separate town. town but it's yeah, is I mean, it next it's, to Aurora? It has a vibrant it's, nightlife. A vibrant nightlife, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's the city that never sleeps, so, they call it. it. it is it like Ireland and Northern Ireland? Yes, exactly. They're, they're like that. They're feuding. Yeah. yeah Northern, <laughs> Northern Aurora and regular Aurora are in a feud. It's lasted a couple of years, and the dividing line is it's over a lot of political stuff and things like that. But uh, it's not close to my parents, and it's not close to where I'm at now. So it's a perfect uh, in-between of nowhere. But I still get my hair cut there because I'm loyal to them. So I hear you. Yeah. I've been cutting my own hair for several months now. Wow. And I'm loyal to me. <laughs> Only trust. That's the number one lesson. Only trust yourself. Do a great job. I yeah. put my phone camera in reverse mode. Look ah. in the mirror make sure I get the back. My neckline is probably a little fucked up every time. Yes. You know. But it's, it's a number pretty one. Hard. It's, it's got to be pretty hard to fuck up bald. Well, no. <laughs> I got a number one and then I shaved the back of my neck hair. So I don't have like a you know a trail going down my neck but i don't know what side's higher what side's lower uh my thought is why don't instead of just doing the camera why don't you live stream it put a Ooh. facebook live or instagram live while you're doing then it. i could have you people still get the camera and they get comments and people will give you like oh go a little higher go left. that's go too higher. high go yes yes <laughs> but there will be inevitably somebody that just screws with you and tells you to do that and that it's just a lie. Do you think that would be a good, like, money-making thing? Uh, to How do you make money off it? Okay, so, well, I stream it, and then people get so aroused, they, you, they tip me like a dollar, and they're like, pop your shirt off. I do like that, yeah, if, yeah, if you do this shirtless, and you would, there would have to be some sort of, you know, some sort of nudity involved, then you could probably get some sort of money off it, but... That probably a little risky for Facebook or Instagram Live. You probably have to find some yeah. sort of streaming service or, yeah. I well, I actually have an idea. Okay. I don't even know why I'm saying this on Chubstep. Okay, good. This is big. Yeah, this sounds big. So this is an idea for an app. Okay. Yeah. Not just any app. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna ease you into it. Here. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's not on the App Store, but it is searched on the App Store. You know it's been searched. I know it's been searched because I type in the first word okay and then the next word comes up okay okay um i don't think it's banned under the app store i don't think anyone's ready enough to do it (laughs) also i'm copywriting it right now okay this is official verbal copyright it's called footbook footbook okay okay (laughs) so hear me out yes 
lot of weirdos are paying big money for feet pics. Yes. On the internet. Yes. We make an app for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so essentially you would go on the app and there would be like categories. Yes. Asian feet, dirty yeah. feet, boy feet. <laughs> Not boy feet, man feet. Okay. Man feet. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> just Google search this. What? Can't you just Google search that? You can, yeah. but then it comes up on your search history. Oh, and like your wife point. comes downstairs yeah. and she's like, what the hell did you just yeah, search? I mean, they, they see that you're on your phone looking at an app called Footbook. How is that any better? <laughs> well, you can hide it in like a folder. So you could put the app like in a folder and then like you can label make a folder in yeah. the folder. See, you've never had a girlfriend say, hey, let me look at your phone. Yeah, no way they're going from folder to folder. (laughs) This is buried in a series of 15 folders. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, if they start going, you could have like a faint where it's like something bad. It's like you you leave Tinder in there or something, and they're like, I found it. But if they went three more folders down, they got footbook. (laughs) Why don't you create a dating app for people who are in the feet? And then you could just, that could be your footbook. So when I was searching, um, I went in the app store and I typed in feet. Yes. Like literally, but it comes up feet picks. Why you started with the feet thing? Why were you searching feet? I, footbook. Well, <laughs> what made you think of footbook? <laughs> what made me think of footbook? I was watching like a Facebook video and this girl's like, some guy just paid me $300 for feet picks. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And then I'm like, huh, I wonder if, you know, I can make an app for that. Make these foot guys yep. give $300. Maybe I take 10. There you go. You know? Yes. Yeah. You don't need a big percentage. Exactly. And I want it to be safe. Yes. Like a safe foot community. It's anonymous. No nudity. No nudity. Because that breaks that breaks so the app store to keep standards. Your socks on. You gotta keep your socks on. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that would be a different category. Yeah, yeah. It would be socks. like sock sock picks. Yeah, sock picks. Fuzzy sock picks. Toe sock picks. Toe the toe shoes. Those weird toe shoes, toe shoes. that people wear. Toes in jam. Toes in jam. <laughs> Toe smashing grapes. Exactly. <laughs> it would be can we, huge. Can we go back to not talking about feet on our podcast. <laughs> well, we can if you agree to build the app. If you, if you agree to invest in my, <laughs> yeah. in my app called Foot Footbook. Uh, Steve, I actually here's what I'll tell you: of all the weird things that people are into, feet is probably the safest of all of them. I don't understand it, but it's like no harm, no foul. It just feet. That's right? that's the thing. I was like, you yeah. cannot make an app because the app store will ban it. You can't make like a boob app. Yeah, no boob apps. I mean, maybe, but no nip. No, and that's no, what no. everybody's after. Feet. <laughs> you can show it all you want. That's true. And there's there's so many varieties of feet. My feet look really bad right now. I stepped on a. See this. I oh. stepped on a rock when I was. Oh wow! Um, I did a float trip. This is a transition here. Transition. I, I to be. I'll be your first investor. I'll give you ten Thank bucks. You. Ten bucks. <laughs> All right, you own. I want a percentage. I don't know what. Uh, I did a. I did a float trip in Wisconsin. I didn't talk about this on the pod. I don't think. Right? No, no. you did not. So uh, my family did. So here's how it started. I should say this. We were going to do a canoe trip. The canoe trip was about supposed to rain one of the nights we're gonna do a canoe you sleep on a like a sandbar and then you canoe the rest of the day sunday like you do like a two-day trip it was supposed to rain one of the days so we're just gonna do a float trip basically just 
you go down the river in little inner tubes and you have a cooler tube in the middle. You tie up a bunch of people and then you just float down the river. So we decided to do that Sunday morning. We called Saturday. They said we're good. We drive the two and a half hours to like north of the Dells and Wisconsin Dells. And we go there and they're like, oh, it flooded last night. The, you know, whatever. Somebody called and said you can't have any canoes or rafts down the river. So... That was a rough feeling. So, but we're like, let's call around. Wisconsin's a little wild. They probably have some people that, some different options. Yeah, you keep going north. Yeah. Going well, actually, woods. we went south to Dells. North would have made sense, but we ended up going south to the Dells. You keep going south. Yeah. Howdy, and so what, we went to the part where, Pat, have you done a duck tour at the Dells? I've never been to the Dells. You've never been to the Dells? You're even from Illinois? What yeah, is, what? What is that? The Dells are in Wisconsin. I yeah, know, but, but that's, that's like, where we go. That's where we Dumbass. go. Florida and Wisconsin Dells are like the two place two places people <laughs> in Illinois vacation. Arizona as well. Hear but. The Dells is dirty, I always hear. It it's well it's when I, you're in the resort, it's, it's like, like Mexico. You just stay in your little resort. Yeah, it's like a shittier Las Vegas. <laughs> it's like with water, water parks. With water parks. Yeah. It's like a water park version of Las Vegas, but not as fancy. So Perfect. <clears throat> You need to go, Pat. You need. You definitely need to do a Dell strip. I mean, at this point, you're getting a little old, but <laughs> so maybe have, have kids. Then yeah, go yeah to but the have Dells. some kids and go to the Dells for God's sake. So uh, <laughs> there's there's the Wisconsin. The ducks are the big thing. They're those amphibious cars that can go. They're like World War II amphibious cars. Um, <clears throat> so they go down this tour along the river. Steve, have you gone on a duck tour? No, I've okay. seen them. So they go along this Wisconsin River, and there's some cool, like, sandstone um, cliffs and stuff like that. So the spot where we were at was the same spot that these ducks are all touring by. So we had 11 of us. It was me and basically a bunch of family and my girlfriend stuff like that. So we – basically, a guy takes us up in a pontoon. We get on these inflatable rafts. We've got two, two uh, tubes that are just filled with coolers that have not enough beer. We did not bring enough beer, but some beer. And we float down, and then you could basically just stop wherever you wanted. You basically had, like, five hours to get down or four hours to get down to wherever the spot was. And so you could just stop. We stopped along, like, um, kind of like a dune-type area where there's a big sandy cliff. And that was a lot of fun. But I'm trying to think of what my point of was the story. I was talking about something. I think it was always bring an emergency handle of vodka. That was there you go. definitely a point of it, but there was something else we were talking about. What were we talking about that led me to the story? Well, it was footbook. Oh, you stepped on a pebble. Oh, I stepped on a pebble, yeah. So at that time, <laughs> yeah, it was not a pebble. Uh, when we were doing the flow trip, I uh, you can't really see much in the river underneath you. Yeah. yeah. So we stopped along this cliff. I started walking over towards a different part. Turns out there was just a tree that had fallen over in the water that you didn't see, but it was right below the surface. And then like a rock, big rock next to that. So I tripped on this tree and then stepped on a rock and oh. cut up my foot. Oh, so, Jay. And so I got a few cuts oh, on my foot. So It's really okay? scratchy. Pat. But actually, cut up feet could be a good example of... I don't want to go down that road. But you could. That could I don't be want an, abused feet. Abused feet might be aggressive. You're right. That could be a whole other world of danger that you're getting into. You're right. Okay. I would that ex- for like the dark web. I would accept yeah. like a piece of bologna slapping a foot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like this footbook idea. I'm I'm not into the feet thing, but I but there I know there's a lot of people I, that are. That's what I'm saying. It's so just there, all it's, about the cash. First offer cash. I get, I'm selling that thing. I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of that business. But I do like the idea. Um, and it's trademark, so don't steal it from Steve. Well, footbook is actually an app, a 
about like reading books with your feet up or something. No. Yeah, so name pending, but (laughs) foot app, anything with pictures of feet on the app store, that's mine. I will sue you. Yes. Especially if you listen to Chubstep Podcast, you're done. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Okay, Steve, is there something you wanted to get to? Just a quick solution. What's the problem? Or I need help. Okay. Parking in the GD city. Yes. It's out of control. Yes, it is. It's... It's horrible by Jared. It's horrible. Yeah. Some boner stole my spot, first yeah. of all. Whatever. But then there's no other spots. Yeah. There's already people in the spots. We need a solution Mayor Lori Lightfoot isn't willing to do. <laughs> I mean, you are not wrong that, that traffic and parking is such, like, there's so many other things going on that they just totally overlook that. But it probably affects a lot more people than a lot of the problems that they try to... Coronavirus. The, yeah, it affects a lot more. <laughs> There's a lot of people, more deal, people dealing with traffic than coronavirus. That's true. <laughs> no, but I, I uh, parking near me, I, I yeah, pay for a spot across the street because it's insane in the city trying to find a spot. That is my problem with living in the city is that it's, it's everything just a little more inconvenient. Like, if you want to go somewhere, you're either going to have to Uber. Yeah. If you can walk there, you walk there. If you're going to drive, you got to figure out parking. Yeah. So you either got to think ahead or, or maybe it's a spot that has decent parking, but a lot of times it doesn't. So it's not an easy thing. Pat got rid of his car for that reason. Just gone? That's not why I got, <laughs> I got rid of the car. <laughs> I got rid of the car because I was putting like thousands in repairs every like three months. <laughs> well, yeah, technically. But parking wasn't helping, right, Pat? Oh, you're going back to the tickets and whatnot. Yeah, it's not it's not part of the reason. But that was not helping the problem. I'd it, say it was it was pretty annoying that weekend. I got tattooed with like three or four of those. Tickets oh gosh! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that was a little ridiculous. Um, yeah, the the, Steve, I, the solution is just uh, parking garages, I guess. I mean, parking it's like there's garages. No, there's no more. It's not like you can add more streets. You're thinking inside the box. Yeah. I'm thinking outside the box. What's your what's my that? proposal? You're only allowed to drive motorcycles within the city limits of Chicago. Wow! You're only allowed to park motorcycles. You know what? Honestly, if it was, uh, if it was only motorcycles, motorcycles would not be as dangerous. Yeah, there would like, just you know be saying, old, it's not like a motorcycle on motorcycle collision. Yes. Big deal. Yes, exactly. Everybody's Much, getting you're, up. You're ejected from the thing that you're driving, though. This, if they're following the speed limit, you're only doing like 25 mph. Yeah. If they're following the speed limit. Yeah, because that's going to happen. That, if Pat, that's on them. I I would say that I don't hate this idea because a collision... No, it's a fucking stupid idea. What happens in the wintertime when it's well, negative in balls the winter, Do you even want to drive your car in the winter with all the ice? You know no. what? As soon as Pat said the winter thing, I'm on Pat's side. Fine. In the in the winter... <laughs> I well, forgot about the winter. You know what? In the winter, you got to go back to cars. Okay. <laughs> so everybody has to have two vehicles. Yes. Yes. But how about this? This is another good one. Okay. Lake Michigan. A lot of room for a parking garage out there. That's true. Water parking. People forget about water, water parking. parking. That's true. Lower Wacker, that's underground. That's, we can't park there. That's yeah. Can't park in the sky because of the buildings. Yes. <laughs> but just parking garage. Water. Park, floating parking garages. But then, then you're paying. No, no, no. It's free. <laughs> taxpayer dollars. <laughs> taxpayer yeah. What dollars. are we wasting taxpayer dollars? We're the toll money. 
take the toll money for like a couple of days. It's got to be a billion dollars. Seeing tired of paying these tolls. Yeah. And then floating parking garages. It's a lot of wasted space in Lake Michigan. I know. I barely yeah. ever see boats out there. Yeah. Maybe you make <laughs> a sick like rooftop deck out there too. Yeah. Like that's where the money comes from. That's how you pay for it. I like sick it. rooftop bar. Sick rooftop bar. Boom. You know what? If Footbook blows up, I'll bring okay, this up. Okay, there we go. There Me and good. Elon there Musk will be okay. doing <laughs> water parking. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I like it. Pat, was there something you want to get to? I got booze news. Ooh, yeah. I got uh, booze news. I think I know what it might be about. What is it? Surprise me. Well, I just remember that somebody tagged us in something you said booze news. Oh, no, it's not that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then never mind. I was just shout shout out to yeah shout out to our friend Mu Nation too. But yeah, it's not about that. Okay. Um, I tried one of those alcohol delivery service apps. Have you guys oh, heard of those? Whoa. No, I've not tried that. Okay, the one I tried was called Drizzly, and I have some pros and cons of using this app. Okay. A pro for sure is the convenience. I mean, you literally it's like Grubhub. You sign out. You, or you sign in on your phone. You just like search like what you want to drink or what you want delivered. Say you're going to have a party or whatever. Yeah. You select it. You put it in a cart. You choose like um, who you want to drop it off, um, and then it gets there in like under an hour. Like it was like really really quick. Um, <laughs> another thing I think is if you're underage, this probably has to be the easiest way to get alcohol because all you do is just put in your name and then your birthday. Oh like, God! There's no like, no way. Check or anything. They, they do not. They do not grab your driver's license when you they show up. No. Oh my God. <laughs> what is it like I mean, a well, normal Uber Eats driver? Or is it somebody that works at like? Yeah. yeah no. No. It's literally like us. Somebody who would do like a Uber Eats or a, yeah, because they do not care that. about care the liquor all. store no. delivering to underage kids. Yes, yeah, they. I'm just real fast, just on those. That's why I can't get somebody to deliver my groceries because I've seen people, those people in the grocery store that deliver for like the different delivery services, and they're just grabbing the first thing they see. Somebody says they want a you know tomato, they're just grabbing the first tomato they get <laughs> their hands on. They're not like. You know, and I'm hmm, sure there's this a good to me. You know, times where no. they don't do this, but like <laughs> there's plenty of times where I've seen somebody just walk up and just grab the worst looking <laughs> vegetable or whatever they have that's, there. That's funny because after this segment, which I still got to get into some cons, but I yeah. was going to ask you, as a guy who likes to cook, are you against like the Instacarts of the world? Because yes. you like to go and pick out your own food. We'll get, we'll get to that. That's a teaser. <laughs> okay. So five minute tease. This <laughs> yeah. This was like the the coolest thing ever for me, just because like it's a weekend and like I if I want to go get a drink or whatever, and I have to go like a mile and a half walk, like it's just not fun. That's yeah. not so. Not fun. To get that to me, it, it was like literally like thirty minutes after placing the order. It was quick. The guy handed me my stuff, walked away. It was great. I opened it up. I drank it. That was that. Some cons. You can't just buy like a little bit of like alcohol. Like if you wanted to buy like just like a six pack of beer, a lot of these places where you select that, they have like a forty dollars store minimum. So now Whoa, you have to oh buy a bunch God. of other stuff that you weren't planning on getting. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. There's a delivery fee which was really small. You have to tip the driver. 
So how much extra was the delivery fee and tip? Would you say the tip you get to select? You don't have to tip. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're gonna tip. So yeah, no. what, like, if let's say your let's say your thing was forty dollars, how much are you spending in delivery fee and and tip? I think that has to it has to do more with like the distance of the driving, but it, the delivery fee was like another like four dollars. So now oh, I was so planning on spending. Like anywhere from ten to twenty dollars, and now I had to spend forty dollars, and then I got the extra fees, so that ended up being like fifty dollars. But now you don't and have I was to go back on to spending, the store. Like I said, like yeah. fifteen somewhere in the middle there. <clears throat> um, the last con, and I don't know how bad of a thing this is, but I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. I got updated that my order was on the way, and the guy called me like ten seconds later, and he was outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great great update so yeah, yeah they they could do better with that because like when i've used grubhub in the past it's like your order is in the works it's being delivered and the guy usually shows up like 40 minutes after they say he's going to you know this guy was outside like the second my phone was so they were too fast in updating me yeah yeah slow it down yeah they gotta slow it down i <laughs> Yeah, Pat, so, but the, the nice thing about the alcohol delivery is, like, you can buy a bunch of extra, and like Steed's saying, you it's not going to go bad. Like, alcohol yeah. takes forever to go bad, so it's okay if you stock up a little bit. Unless it's, like, a frozen item, point. and you don't have a freezer. Yeah. But I'm about, like, cash flow, man. I get I'm it. About, I get like, it. I get it. You know... <laughs> I don't. I don't need. The, if if there's gonna be a ton of alcohol sitting at my house, that that's not good. I'm just gonna like. Every, I'm <laughs> yes, gonna do yes. it too often. You know. Yes. I yes. I have that same problem with like a, if I get like cookies or something like that. I can't have more than like one thing of cookies at my place because then I'll just like feel like I have to eat them before they go bad, and that's just not healthy. So I hear what you're saying with the alcohol. I feel like that would be the same way. <laughs> You just I have one thing of cookies here. I have one thing of cookies right here. My mom. But if there was cookies, two things of cookies, you would, would just nonstop eat them. I would them? eat them faster so <laughs> they don't go bad. Yeah. I have, How I often do you eat cookies? Like one or two a day. I'll eat one or two cookies. One a or day. two cookies a day. Yeah. With that bad. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I have to I work extra hard. I eat one cookie every six months. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> that's bs um i'm gonna start eating cookies i don't care anymore. yeah eat cookies now they're healthy apparently <laughs> so <laughs> uh yeah pat okay for the back to the instacart thing i would i we used to do it at work um we used to order peapod peapod like doesn't exist in the city anymore they actually just i think they're only available in certain places oh, I didn't but even, not i thought they went out of business they might be completely out of business i think they just reduced their market size they might be clean but anyway they 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 went out of business or left the area like a month too early. Had they been around, like they totally got screwed by. Oh, they like, left right oh, before yeah. COVID. right before COVID. Oh yes. no! Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, wow. Bad timing on their part. Uh, you know, like most companies, you know, hurt during have been hurting during COVID. Like that would have been a company that's be booming. Yeah. So they were gone, but there was always times like you would order something, and then all, like it would show up. And they show up like, oh, wait, hey, sorry, we forgot your orange juice. We didn't have milk. We didn't have your eggs. Like, <laughs> like they just show up and then they tell you they're missing like five of your items. So if you were relying, like, if you were relying on that for like a meal, it'd be very hard to rely on solely Peapod 
for a meal because or like a delivery service like that because if there's stuff missing you just find out kind of last minute and they're like the grocery stores out of orange juice you're like yeah you just couldn't find the orange juice admit it yeah and and they're not gonna like find a substitute like okay fine i'll get the concentrate or they'll get you know it's like i don't think they think that much out of the box well that would be nuts if some yeah, we didn't have a garlic bread, so I got you a zucchini. That was like, like, yeah. excuse me? <laughs> I have garlic bread, so I bought you this French loaf, and I bought you some garlic salt and some butter, so yeah. you can make your own garlic. You know, like, they're, like that's something that you would figure out when you were at the grocery store, but if somebody else is doing it for you, they're not, they don't care because they're not eating it. So my solution would be to invite whoever your delivery person is in for food ahead of time. Leave that in the notes. You will be eating some of this food, so make it nice. Make sure you do a good job. Yeah, make sure you do a good job. Or else you get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, my grandma's been doing it a lot, and that's, like, been her highlight of the week, she tells me. Every time <laughs> I talk to her, is like, oh, the jewel person's coming this week. <laughs> oh, my god! And she gets to know that person and stuff like that. So some people do like it, but she did talk about, like, how they, you know, she got, like, a cantaloupe, and it was, like, the biggest cantaloupe she had ever seen. So, like, somebody, if you were shopping for yourself, you would get, like, one to fit whatever your needs were. If somebody else is shopping for you, they might get one that's excessive. So, not my favorite. Yeah, but she should know this person. Now she can now just she be like, hey, yeah. give me a smaller yeah. <laughs> cantaloupe next time, you lunatic. Yes, I agree. Uh, I did actually, speaking to my grandma, I had another story here. So, I, uh, I refinanced my uh, condo a couple days, like a week ago. And basically, before you get into this, yeah. what's the difference between a condo and an apartment? I think a condo you own, an apartment you rent. That's been I my thought you could buy it. question. Is that it? That is the answer, right, Pat? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like everybody knows what that. What about like a loft? I think a loft is more a style. When I huh. think a loft, that is when there's like a two story thing and the front part overlooks like the top store. It's not like a sealed two story, it's like a it's like a one and a half story where the half overlooks okay. the first floor. That's what I think of when I think of a loft. I thought that a condominium was only in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> they are popular in Florida. Uh, people rent condos. Yeah, out. like go to my condo in yeah, Florida. Yeah, in Florida. That's just because a lot of people, their second home might be a condo. Okay. Um, I'm in a condominium. So <laughs> I was doing refinance. Rates are low right now. Rates They're are low, low baby. Refinance, baby. So <clears throat> doing refinance. I uh, originally had my grandma co-signing on my loan, and so I no longer have Good her on way my to loan. Take advantage of the elderly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so uh, she's not on there anymore. So, but she needed to sign off on some of these loans. So I had to get her at the at this um, refinance. So you had to bring her in. No, we were doing it outside. Well, first, this is what happened. So we got a <laughs> we got a place. The whole reason we we're doing this certain title place. With basically titles where you sign your these title places where you sign all your documents. The reason we were doing it at this place is because they said they had curbside uh, signature thing, so they could basically do it at your car. It would be outside so that people weren't getting ronies, um, <clears throat> because you basically do not transfer coronavirus outside. No, it's impossible. <clears throat> yes, no, I'm, I'm not actually joking. You really do, like it's, it's there's like no statistical like you basically yeah. do not transfer it outside. Yeah, I know it's impossible. That's why you can eat outside. Um, so, uh, or that's what they're saying now. And then in two weeks, they'll find out it's something different. Yeah, but that's the, the latest evidence is that it's fine. <laughs> so based on the knowledge that I had a week ago, we were doing it outside because I was safer with my grandma. But we go, um, 
so I show up at the place and then I tell them, hey, uh, we're going to do the signatures outside like we planned. And my grandma's out there, so she'll sign the loans as well. And then they were shocked that I was asking them to do it outside, even though that was the whole reason I was there. They advertised it. That was the advertisement. So anyway, and I told the guy in the elevator that like as we were going down to the first floor that my grandma's outside in the car. She's going to sign the documents. We and him are walking up to her car. I knock on the window. We're in the parking lot at this point. Knock on the window. She gets out of the car and she grabs a pen. And then we're all just three kind of standing there. And the guy's like, and, and I'm like, uh, can we sign now? And he's like, oh, this is your grandma? <laughs> and I said, yes, this is my grandma. And then I'm like sitting through, like, I didn't want to say this to the guy because I didn't want to be a dick to this guy. But you think I just, I was mentioning my grandma multiple times to you on this trip from up in your office on the second floor to the parking lot. And I knocked on somebody's window. They got out of their car. Some an older person, and you thought this was just some random person that wasn't my grandma, like my grandma is somewhere else. <laughs> hey, random old lady. Yeah, like random old lady. Oh yeah, no, she. This is just observer. Yeah, no, I'm, just, that. I'm just, yeah, I'm just fucking with this old lady. I, the, it was so. I was just shocked by this guy's reaction. Like he was, he was actually legitimately did not think that this was my grandma that I had. You know, he was. As, <laughs> yes, this was my grandma that I was with. So. Yeah, anyway, it turned out this guy's just like, I don't know what this guy's doing. Like, <laughs> I I never know how those people, I'm like, how how are you here? Yeah. Well, how are you alive? How, Why are you in a job that like requires you, you to kind of think? Yes. <laughs> well, yes. I, I don't know. Hope, I don't know much thinking has to do, to be fair. To but have people apparently sign enough to even yeah. recognize who certain people could be signing these documents. Your so. documents are gone, uh, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think this is going to go You should have kept a copy of them. Yeah. I did want to talk about also, Pat, did you see what happened in my What's Happening in St. Charles? Did you hear this update? No. So some lady was saying um, <clears throat> she had a comment. And What's Happening in St. Charles, this is the Facebook uh, group for the suburb, basically suburb moms. She was saying, looking for recommendations for a newborn photographer that does quality photos but does not Break the bank. Thank you in advance. TIA. That's what I think that stands for. TIA. So she, so Pat, she wants a newborn photographer, right? So I replied, uh, newborns don't typically have the dexterity to take photographs. You'd be at, you'd be better <laughs> off with an adult professional, at the very least, a toddler. Just my two cents. <laughs> uh, she didn't reply to that. <laughs> <laughs> but but a lot of people did appreciate that uh did appreciate that comment um you know people could have looked at it as she was looking for a photographer to take a picture of her newborn but i didn't i didn't see it that i way. don't see who would <laughs> do, you, do you think that maybe she reported you to like an admin or something <laughs> i'm surprised he's still in the group <laughs> i i'm surprised he's still in the group i'm also surprised friend of the show nick russo is in the group he gets very aggressive in that <laughs> Oh, I don't know if you've seen some of his comments. He gets pretty he, aggressive with some of the people. I, I never see your guys' comments, but I saw he just like told this one guy just like, okay, boomer. Like this. <laughs> he yeah. got a response like, show some respect, young man, or something. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like, his pictures from like him from, like I don't know, 10 years ago or something. Yeah. He just kissed for the first time, and I could sense something was wrong, and so he pulled away. I asked him if he was okay, and he said that he felt dead inside. 
and then he went to the bathroom and I asked him if he's okay again and he said that he just felt repulsed. I have a question for you. Yeah. I, it, this is a short thing. I believe that I am some somehow tied to five different Instagram accounts that are all run by you, unless I'm incorrect. Okay. Some of them are... T- I, I think I know what you're talking about, and people assume this is I, you that are running can, these. Can, but, I, can, no, I, yes. can I name these off? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> we got J-Red. Uh, we got J-Red. What is it? Z3. J-Red Z3. That's that a fan it? account. I don't run that account. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> Chub Step, Chub Step podcast. Yeah, you, you're. Uh, by the way, wait. Let's see the Chub Step podcast. You're allowed to also post stuff on there, Pat. Yes. Okay. Continue. Okay. <laughs> Bro Grill. Yeah, that's yeah, me. Bro Grill's huge. Is it the siblings who are doing Bad Boy Hook? Yeah, I, I, actually, I actually do Hawk. not know. I think it might be my cousin that's running that, but I'm not sure who's running oh Bad Boy Hawk. That's about that, my dog. That is like. That is a odd amount of pictures that gets posted over like twenty four hours for yeah. Bad Boy Huck. For Bad Boy Huck, this is about my dog Huckleberry. Uh, again, I don't know. I think it's my cousin, but uh, or it could be Huck himself. Yes, he's I don't smart. Know how good he is. He's actually pretty dumb, but um, <laughs> he. I think they were trying to. They said they were trying to beat the algorithm, and apparently they think if they post enough pictures that it'll be that it'll be. Big. It'll just blow up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it popped up on up, mine. What happened? What what happens if if Huck blows up? I, uh, what happens? Money, money. I guess money it's money. Truck, baby. Well, what about the curd one? Oh, then curd is not me. That's my sister. What is it? Curd dog. Curd your enthusiasm, but she. Curd your the enthusiasm. Is that she hasn't actually posted any pictures of this, so yeah, she has a. She that has algorithm's a, she's, not good. She's been she's been taking pictures of cheese curds for years and rating them for a long time. Really? Is that Curd Cobain? Curd Cobain, yeah. Curd Cobain. <laughs> oh, Curd okay. Cobain. I saw that. Yeah. Are are you running Tommy Showbiz? Yeah, I am running Tommy Showbiz too. <laughs> Some oh of them have the DM, DM submissions. How many fucking Instagram accounts <laughs> one person run? I got a lot. You I click the lot. profile thing, the yeah. list goes on and on. Exactly. So, Pat, you are on to something here. <laughs> and anybody listening should follow all those accounts because they're money. Tommy Showbiz would say, <laughs> "What the fuck? What the fuck is Tommy Showbiz?" So I just found this Clickle article a long time ago, maybe like three years ago, called uh, Nine Guys That Look Like They Could Be Named Tommy Showbiz," and it's just a series of pictures of guys, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that could be named. That guy could be named Tommy <laughs> Showbiz." It's just like a bunch of guys on the phone or like reading something with like suits on, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, that that could be Tommy Showbiz. Yeah, that's Tommy." So then I've been taking a series of pictures in different places where I could look like Tommy Showbiz. And now some people have actually been submitting some ones for Tommy Showbiz. So people can submit it to at Tommy Showbiz. I think it might be Tommy Paul, you should submit a picture. Yeah, I'm going to have to bust out a Tommy Showbiz. Except normally I don't dress. That's a thing. Classy yeah. enough um, yeah. to be Tommy Showbiz. And I don't like once I start drinking, phone's in the pocket. I forget yeah. I even own a phone. So you stay present. I stay present in the situation. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard for me to like have my phone out doing showbiz stuff and be in nice clothes at the same time. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. I, I, people submit, and that's my problem also is that a lot of times I'm at a cool place and I'm like, you know what? I just not dressed fancy enough for time. Exactly. Showbiz. But there's more to be coming. Okay. I did want to get, we did have one email here. So I want to get to that before we go, before we wrap it up. Um, and this is from 
This is from uh, Chubstep Nick, Nick Russo. Chubbin. Okay, so he said, uh, good evening. It said, uh, it's the subject is requesting update on Pat Callahan 44, a.k.a. Bad Piece. He said, uh, good evening. Does anyone know why Pat Callahan goes by Patrick Dennis now on Instagram? Really? Because anyone share any other general life updates about our favorite influencer? Also talk about dicks more. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we sent this update, and yes, it does say... Uh, Pat, oh God, this picture is ridiculous. Patrick Dennis is his name, but then his username is PatCallion044. Pat, do you have any updates on him? You know, I decided it's that time of year. Um, no more pants. I don't want to see your penis. Well, why would I have an update? Do you follow him? No. What? What? He has your same name. These jokes are over with. They're dead. <laughs> I changed my Instagram handle over it. I'm he not might- fucking... You know what? I'm... <laughs> Nick, I, I thought I liked you. Fuck you, <laughs> number one. And number two, that's all I'm going to acknowledge about this this okay. whole request. Oh, man. Uh, here's what I'm saying. Uh, well, I'll, I'll give the updates on Pat, since you, Pat doesn't seem to have the updates. Um, it seems like, so he works as a flight attendant. It seems like the flight attendant thing's been down a little bit. He's been doing this new move where... Uh, <laughs> he posts, like, pro-Trump. Well, there's always been pro-Trump stuff. That's that's without a doubt. But he does this new move where he puts his left hand behind his head so his left elbow is up. And there's three pictures in a row here. Or I guess it might be his right hand, but look at this. Do you, do you see this angle? Oh, yeah. That's like the, the fit this boy one. pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's uh, like he's showing just, off that. I'm relaxing, but he's also trying to show up his bicep a little bit. Which is just like a flab. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he's not very toned. Yeah. Um, he could at least flex or something. He might be flexing if he is. There's never like a the smile gym. in these pictures either. Uh, I I mean, up life updates is it seems like he's spending a lot of time. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem great. He, he just says has, a struggle. It's a lot of complaints. Fun. Work, work, work. Struggle is real. Another tough one. The struggle. Like, it's just a lot Man, of stuff. Never ending struggle. He mentors struggle like. Six times in like two weeks here. So Somebody he is struggling. Another him. tough day at work, he says. These are all his captions. Um he got his he got a, he did get a haircut, like uh Pat okay. did. So they might have gone to the same guy. And then he was talking about getting a ponytail at one point. So <laughs> oh glad he passed up on that. So uh Russo, I hope that helps your questions about Callan Pat Callan zero forty four. People can check him out on Instagram. Instantgram. Instantgram. So we'll wrap it up there. Uh, we all got a bunch of stuff, but we're going to save it. I'm going to throw in also. I uh, also want to thank uh, Chef Jeff. Chef Jeff. Uh, I'm going to. The other part of his uh, episode, his interview, is also on this episode. So thank you for him for coming on. Thank you, Steve Chef Jeff. Jeff. I asked him initially, did he want to go by Jeff or Chef Jeff, and he said either. So I just combined them. Jeff, Jeff. Chef Jeff. Jeff. So yeah. fit, it's very regal. Yes, very regal. Uh, but thank you, Pat. Um, any plugs, Pat? Uh, Chubstep podcast at gmail.com. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Chubstep at gmail.com. Don't double click that iPhone headphone and skip this podcast because we'll be right back with more Chubstep. And now, part two of the interview with Jeff. Chef Jeff. Recording live from somewhere. So what what are some things, I guess, if somebody were trying to, you know, maybe in a spot right now where they don't cook at all, 
and was trying to get into cooking a little more, what would be kind of a good, what would be a way that you would get them to kind of start cooking? What would be a good way to kind of start off that way? I think watching food media is a good way. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it, fundamentally it's entertaining. Yeah. And it's educational. And I think it, another way, it's kind of, it's motivational to try doing things. Um, and I would say like, you know, think about what you really, what you really like eating and try making everything from scratch yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you love like pasta bolognese, why don't you like take the leap and try making the pasta from scratch? Yeah. Cause it's, it's incredibly rewarding when you actually do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, it, that rewarding is like a high that you continue chasing afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, I can make, I can make fresh fettuccine pretty easily. Let's next week, let's make bread. Yep, exactly. And it spirals like you, you just keep getting more inspired to do different things. Yeah. And, and if somebody messes up, it's not a big, I mean, it's, you know, you mess up, it's not a big deal. You can just try it. You just try it a different way. It's not, the it's end not of the world. a big deal at all. And yes. honestly, even when you like fuck something and like pasta up, it's still going to be good. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be perfect, but it's still going to, it's still going to be solid and edible. Yeah. I also, I think, um, I think cooking for other people is very important. Like even I, when I cook for myself, I notice myself taking shortcuts yes. that I would never make yes. <laughs> in a restaurant or I would never make. Like if I, even if I'm just cooking for one of my buddies. Yes. So I, I think like the goal of trying to impress people is very, it's very admirable in my opinion. And yeah. I think it translates into the food. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm an, I'm a big fan of, of uh, different meals for different, uh, for people and trying and, not to repeat myself. If I've cooked yeah. for the same person twice in a row, I've asked them if I've made that before. Um, yeah. I got a few. That right. I and pers- personalizing on. meals for different people is a, is a very special thing too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you get the friends that are vegetarians, that sort of thing. And then yeah, I just, I, I love, never invite I them over. Again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jeff, what are some of your favorite things to cook? Um, well, I brought up fresh pasta already. Yes. That's definitely one of my favorites. I like working with doughs in general. Uh, okay. During quarantine, I've been messing around with bread. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I've been reading a few different bread books, taking some notes, and then working on actually making it. Um, one of the first things I learned how to make was naan, because I loved yes. Indian food as a kid. But yes. there isn't Indian food in Northwest Indiana, really. Yeah, I, so I, I believe would, that. I would <laughs> So I would, I would make, I would like order spices and stuff online. Yes. And then I would make curries and naan and like roti and yeah. different, yep. um, and like different accoutrements. And yeah. like my family didn't even really like Indian food <laughs> yes. until I started, until they realized like what it could actually be. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, when I'm cooking, my biggest motivation is seasonality. Mm-hmm. So whatever, what, what looks best at the grocery store is what I'm going to end up cooking. I never go, really go to the grocery store with something in mind. Okay. Um, like right, like I went to the grocery store earlier today and the radishes looked awesome and Swiss chard looked great. Yeah. So I got that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Just or tomato, you... tomatoes are coming in season. Yes. Like Stone fruit it's, it's season. Just, it's, and it requires so much less skill when you're cooking season, when you cook seasonally because the ingredients are already going to be good. They're solid, yeah, much better than if you're yeah, yeah. trying to get something out yeah, of season. Yeah, if you slice up a raw heirloom tomato right now, it's going to be banging. You don't have yeah. to do anything to it. A little yeah. salt and a little olive oil. 
Yep. If you do that in November, it'll be suspect. Yeah. Like <laughs> You're playing to fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Indian food thing is, is interesting. That's is also one of my favorite foods to eat and cook. Uh, it's, I it's very underrated. I, um, yeah, I studied abroad there, and when I was there, they toned down the heat of everything for the Americans. Yeah. And I eat a lot of spicy food, and I still thought it was pretty hot. And they were saying this is yeah. like half the amount of spice that they normally put in it. Yeah. And right. I, I thought that was very interesting. But so much of that stuff is just very, um, very like hearty, but doesn't feel uh, unhealthy. It's, totally. Because it's not. Yes. I mean, it's so, there's exactly. so much nutrients in it. Yeah, but it's very kind of warm feeling and a lot of like very interesting sauces and a lot of heavy. Yeah, I'm a big spice I, guy, so a lot I of heavy spices. I get that sentiment. Like Indian food to me is like comfort food. Yes. But yes. like so often we associate comfort food with feeling like shit after. Exactly, exactly. Like comfort food doesn't have to be Thanksgiving dinner. It yes. could be like an, an amazing roti wrapped in lamb biryani and basmati rice. Mm-hmm. You know, it can still be like super fresh and clean. Yes. It doesn't have to be mashed potatoes. Yes. And and I think that's kind of one of the other things is like you can make versions of things that you might like you were talking about pizza earlier, something that's not, you know, normally associated with being healthy. But if you can make it with the right ingredients and make it yourself, you can make it a healthy thing. There's a lot of things that also like are fried that you might think are not normally so healthy that you can make, you know, a certain way. And it's going to be a fine amount, you know, to pan fry something lightly, you know, mm-hmm. you to use the same amount of think oil about, that you I mean, might be using. That's think about thing. samosas. Samosas is a fried dough, but it's yeah. stuffed with chickpeas and spinach. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's all of the dietary fiber you need in a day after you eat one of those. Yes. What is, um, what do you think is the most overrated food? In terms of like, okay, I'll, I'll look at it from like a trend perspective yeah let's go trends i would say the most overrated food right now would be like the avocado toast movement Mm, mm -hmm. just and the reason i say that isn't it's it's obviously delicious but to pay 1850 at a little (laughs) chicago cafe for half an avocado or like average whole wheat toast yeah is absurd yeah so I, I completely agree with that. And that's one of the things that's the hardest for me when I go to a restaurant. It's like I, I will always order the thing on the menu that either I would have a hard time cooking at home or I wouldn't yes. want to cook at home because it would take me too long or something like that. Is that kind of how is that sure. how you order? Uh, kind of, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I could realistically make most of the things on yeah. the menu. Yeah. But I, I there's chefs – there, like if it's their thing, I could never make it as well as that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, so I, t- I tend to just go with what the place is known for. I guess. Yes, that's a, that's a good point. If, if there's something like, hey, this we're famous for this sort of thing, that's I will obviously go with that. Um, but if it's just yeah. like a standard restaurant, I'm usually going with like a you know like a red snapper or something, where I'm not going to have access to like a nice fish or something like. Very true. Like yeah. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, avocado toast, I can definitely see that because that one of the things that bothers me also is going to a restaurant and I see something that's super expensive that I'm like, I know I could make this at home for $4 and I'm going to pay five times that for to get it here. Um, So then I'm just my expectations are so high. Like if it's not the best thing I've ever had in my life, then I'm going to be disappointed. Then the so, meal, the entire meal is kind of disappointing. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So I like, yeah, I like the reasonable. Yeah, I like things that that don't seem unreasonable, like, like what you're talking about. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. What is your least favorite thing to make then? 
Um, least favorite thing to make. That's a good. That's a tough question. I'm not a big sweets person. I'm not a big sweets person, so I don't really do like pastries. Really, yeah. Um. Oh, actually, I would like super rich stuff. I don't. I don't like to make at home. Because okay. I mean, like coming up in restaurants, I'm constantly eating like truffle butter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like like tasting pieces of lobster yes. or steaks, and I I just don't crave that at all anymore. I can see that. That's not what I want. I like like light, clean food at home. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that makes sense. Even like butter, like butter in general, I I don't cook with it at home really. Oh really? Olive oil. When I worked, you, I was on pasta yeah. station at a. Uh, like the high end Italian restaurant I was at for like eight months. And every night I probably consumed minimum a pint of whole butter. Oh, God. From tasting. I swear to God, a minimum <laughs> a pint of whole butter from tasting the sauces every time. Oh God. And like the, the smell, like the smell of truffle butter. Yeah. Nauseate me. <laughs> the smell of it will make me want to throw. I out. could totally see that. I could totally see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. I, so what are some of your favorite chefs out there? Like where do, where do you look for uh, for good Originally, ideas? Originally, Anthony Bourdain was like the reason I got into the industry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kitchen Confidential was one of the first cookbooks I ever read. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was more of like a food media person than a chef. Yes. In terms of like raw, yes. raw cuisine. Yes. Thomas Keller is probably my favorite chef ever. Okay. He has uh, two three-star Michelin restaurants per se and the French Laundry. Um, David Chang, I'm a massive fan of. Okay, probably the, a few of the best meals of my life. Uh, more like local chefs. Um, have um, the chef at Monte Verde. I love her name is uh, escaping me right now. Um, I don't. Know. I've I've never really like, been really enamored with celebrity chefs. I okay. like the chefs that actually stay in the restaurants every day and cook. Okay. Uh. Tell me why I shouldn't love Bobby Flay as much as I do. He's an asshole. Is he? I, I, yeah, I've met him. He's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would do uh, it. I could, I could stay far away. Uh, yeah. And... Gordon Ramsay is 30 times nicer than Bobby Flay. Wow. Controversial. Controversial. I, I haven't heard that take buddies, yet. A few of my buddies did um, like a food and wine event with Bobby Flay in Colorado. Yeah. Um, and Bobby Flay showed up like two and a half hours late to the event yeah, and then proceeded to flip out on these two 19 year old kids for the mise en place not being correct. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm also fairly sure, uh, he was drunk the entire time. According okay. To him. Okay. Could have played a factor. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's an exceptional chef. Like there's no denying that. Okay. So maybe um, just don't hang he's out. With like him. Guy to me. He's, he's what? like his entourage character. Yeah, I you know what? To be fair, I haven't seen Entourage, um, so I, I'll leave it up to that. Maybe I'll just keep it better in my head. I like a lot of his recipes, and I like some of his shows. Um, yeah, he re- he revolutionized uh, Southwest Tex-Mex cooking mm-hmm. for sure. That's fair. That's fair. But no, it's interesting to hear. You know, and that's uh, I get that same thing all the time with. Um, you know, like different actors and actresses and things like that. Like there's certain people I have opinions on because of one time I've met them or things I've heard from other people. Right. And it's, yeah, and right. it's, you know, definitely skews your opinion of 
of that sort of well, person, I assume but. like I assume that industry is similar to the restaurant industry yes. in that it's kind of like incestuous. Everyone knows everyone, everyone talks. Yep. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> um was there any other kind of food related things you wanted to discuss? That's kind of my list of things that I had for you. Um Let's see. I, don't, I guess the thing that I was thinking about before I did this was like why why people should and should not go into the restaurant industry. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Um, especially because like you know like Food Network has exploded. Yeah, and people look at chefs as kind of like rock stars, but that's also not necessarily how it really is. Mm-hmm. Even still in my career, I've been cooking for ten years, and it's still relatively a thank- thankless job for me. Yeah. Like I would say, if you really want to be a chef, go work in a restaurant for six months or a year, no matter what restaurant it is. Yeah. It could be, it could be Olive Garden or it could be Girl and the Goat. You know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, but if, and if you love it, then go to culinary school and pursue it. But it's, it's just not, it's not the glamour that, that, uh, top chef and food network displays it as. That's fair. Do you think there've been, there been a lot of moments in my career where I'm like waiting to go into work, shaking, smoking a yes. cigarette, like thinking like, how, how am I possibly going to get through this day? Yes. So do you think a show like restaurant impossible kind of shows that better than a lot of the other shows? Yeah, that's such a, you know, you know it shows the downsides of yes. it, but in the same way that the other shows show too much of the upside that show doesn't show any of the upside that's true it's only like, showing the bad there, part of any, it yes <laughs> like i i would never let robert irvine walk into my restaurant and and save it yeah well hopefully you want to get to that because all of my all of my integrity <laughs> as a chef i would feel is lost well these are people that are very desperate though and most of these people are closing yeah, their door in sure. like a month right um no no doubt yeah i think at that um, point they're i think yeah your, your dignity is out the window when he comes in uh yeah, I, I, and I also I don't think those are like the type of shows that you should watch if you really want to get serious about the industry. Yeah, that's fair. What what show do you think best shows that? Is there probably, a show out there? probably Top Chef is the best. I think that, in my opinion, that's the best food TV show. But also, like like Netflix has some great shows now, like Mind of the Chef, Mind of a Chef with Edward Lee, who's like a super prominent Louisville chef. And Gabrielle Hamilton, who wrote Blood, Bones, and Butter, which is like maybe my favorite food book in a long time. She's on it. Um, Any of Anthony Bourdain's shows Mm -hmm. show like how raw cooking really is. Um, Watch all of David Chang's stuff. Mm -hmm. Chef's Table is great. And there's there's also different levels of cooking. Like if you don't want to do Michelin cooking, that's fine. Honestly, that's better for you. Yeah. Your mental health will thank you in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like the only the only serious look I've had of that is in that uh, Finding Grace or whatever that documentary was about Grace, yeah. and that you just see Four how Grace. intense. Yeah, Four Grace. Yeah, how intense that is. Um, that yeah. kind of lifestyle. That, I feel that's like a it, whole whole nother. That's a, the peak. Yeah. I I don't want to be a part of that life. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds. Yeah. It sounds very intense. And, uh, yeah. Like high yeah. high stress. 
that sort of thing. And, and I'm sure it's all high stress to a certain extent, but that's, um, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, you have, I think you have to embrace the stress a little bit. And also everything is a little, every career is a little bit stressful now. I'm not sure the 40 hour work week really exists anymore. Yeah, exactly. Everything's kind of, kind of changing. It's very, well, yeah. very interesting, Jeff. I, uh, I appreciate it's it. It's a fascinating, like microcosm of culture restaurants. Yeah. And it's something that people interact with all the time and don't know a lot about, or maybe they think they know a lot about, but don't know like yeah, right. some of the details. But ultimately they're so unfamiliar with hap- with what happens beyond the doors of the, re- of the kitchen. I, be- I believe it. You know, yeah. I only know so much and I've, you know, I know there's so much I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, one of my favorite like memories of the last place I was at was one Michelin star, really high in Italian restaurant. Um, on days where we did like big butchery product projects where we yeah. would get like a hundred whole fish in and two whole pigs and like racks of lamb that we'd have to French, uh, one day a week we would play straight show tunes. So it would be like eight, like big early tattooed men singing <laughs> Rob songs. Like, yes. It's, it's a unique place. It's strange. Yeah. It's would there be meals that you get sick of making? I'm sure because that would be, I think, the hardest part for me for working in a place to just be the, some of the repetition of some of it. Yeah, I think it, it probably goes back to like the super, like uber luxurious ingredients that I was talking about yes. earlier. Like truffles don't really excite me. Yeah. Caviar doesn't get me super hyped up. Lobster. Like I, for me, I would rather have like a blue crab than a lobster and it's a quarter of the price. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Very hot take. Yeah. <laughs> but when you have it once in a while, it rocks. Exactly. But when you're like, when you're forced to continue eating it, the richness of it just gets I could, I could totally see that. Right. I mean, if you were working at like a chocolate shop, you're right. You could have some chocolate once in a while. People love it all the time. If you were at the shop, I'm sure you're going to get sick of chocolate. Right. Perfect analogy. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jeff. I, uh, I didn't really have anything else unless, again, unless you got something else you want to discuss. But that was, I think that was perfect. Can't think of any other hot takes. Well, we can always have you back on. That's the, that's yeah, the key. Yeah, let me know. I would be happy to come back. Cool. I could talk about food all day, man. Yeah, well, I could too, but I have a limit on how much I can add to each show. So. <laughs> all right, well, next time. Next time. <laughs> so I'll have you on again soon. Um, and then I'll catch up with you when you're in Chicago. Yeah, sounds good, Jared. Cool. Is there anywhere people you want people to check out some of your cooking or anything like that or any stuff, you know, any plugs you want to make? You can check out my Instagram if you want. My photography skills are pretty fucking weak, but the food is good. <laughs> That's, the, the, the taste of the food is more important than how it looks. Uh, always. Always. Eating with your eyes first is bullshit. That's not, there's no, there's no scientific basis in eating with your eyes no. first. no. I think that started after Instagram was made and people just wanted to have it. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, the, the more contrived dish, the less I enjoy it. <laughs> there you go. There I, don't, you go. I, don't need, I don't need micro flowers on everything. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know where to find them in real life. Like, I don't need them on my plate. I, yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me, Jared. All right. Thanks, man. Okay, perfect. Uh, new show every Thursday. Rate the show on iTunes, and the show has ended. Iris McKay. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.